I'm Logan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. And uh, I'll probably sound different because I'm actually podcasting from work. I think, Ryan, you're on your phone, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So. Nah, it's fine. So, And Ryan's doing it from his phone. So uh, we uh, might not sound our usual quality selves. But I guess uh, it'll have to do. What the deal with my laptop is. Yeah. Tech problems. Shocking. (laughs) I need a new laptop, period. I'm telling you, man, we should have just started a podcast, like a whole network, like just called Technical Difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like UHF, the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Because I swear to God, it like it's like it doesn't matter what we do, like there's always some kind of tech difficulty. So, hey, you know Disney just put billions of dollars into a service that crashed almost immediately. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Disney Plus is up, everybody. So there's I just that. Finished reading an article about people being angry about the difficulties with and I mean call me crazy but I didn't think for one second that I was going to log into it and it was just going to work magically like with no problems at all I mean you so I mean this is Mr. Robot so I guess it's uh, slightly on topic you can do all the preparation in the world for something I mean Like Black Friday, for example, like just another whole nother different market. You have stores that prep for weeks. Months. Yeah, months. Walmart. Walmart pays trucking companies for the use of their trailers for non-perishable items starting in, uh, I'm probably telling tales out of school, but it's really not that bad, but starting probably two months before black friday probably like close september sometime yeah yeah so late september early october they'll take those trailers in there load them up with tvs and whatever and then they'll just basically pay for them as storage units at their like distribution centers and stuff just so that, like, once those, uh, the when, once things are in motion, like a truck just picks up a trailer and then takes it to the store, and the, and and they'll just have them going like that, just around the clock, and it it's insane, man. So, but all that my point about that is like they start all this preparation, but inevitably. Like, something happens, you know? Like, you don't know what's going to happen when it the, the time actually gets there. You can pre, you know, 
prepare for whatever, but the eventuality is that, I mean, you don't know. Hmm. So Disney, you know, our servers are up. Everything seems to be running. They beta tested it overseas. Uh, it launched, what, two weeks ago. Somewhat, was it in somewhere in Europe or something? Or like Scandinavia oh. or something like that. It was like a soft launch just to make sure everything was good. But again, you don't know what's going to happen when 8 million people are trying to do one thing at one time. <laughs> it doesn't help that every Verizon customer got it for free. Right. So, so I alone put the users in the millions and then all those all the subscribers I mean yeah you're talking about 8 million I'd probably say more than 8 million I thought they put the number around 8 million I didn't look at a number I, w- I would think it would be closer to like 10 million people so but, you know, after the first day I didn't really exactly I didn't have that many issues with it um, the first day is always going to cause and especially if they don't have the the contingencies in plan in place for if things go bad. I'm sure they had they were paying plenty of people to stand there on the sidelines and make sure that like the minute something didn't work right that they were getting it fixed. So pre launch, you know. Like you said, you can plan all you want. There's always gonna be that thing you just didn't think of. You know, that's actually a perfect segue into this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen in this episode that were not acceptable. 406. Um, again, the titles are so spot on, it blows my mind. Um, man. Where's- Definitely right on point with that season-long Christmas special uh, statement that Sam Esmo gave us. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're halfway through the season, and it's Christmas Day, buddy. (laughs) Um, What's so funny is it's like such a happy time, but it's such a downtrodden type of, like, everything's so depressing yeah so i mean where do you start with this episode uh i mean i don't know i i do have a a question about um you know elliot's always been our unreliable narrator and now we've lost elliot pretty much as a narrator and gained mr robot Robot, who doesn't seem like an unreliable narrator. A narrator. I can't talk tonight. That's kind of where I was going with that. Is are we supposed to, you know, nothing he's really said has been, it's mostly been observation. So, right. A lot of vagaries and, you know, like kind of reframing things, stating stuff after the fact. Uh, you know, like you said, observations. So we're not. 
we're not necessarily getting like, oh, hey, here's the facts or, oh, hey, here's what's uh, uh, what the plan is or whatever, because he kind of just doesn't seem to really know what's going on either. So uh, he Elliot definitely has control and he's just along for the ride. And you know, also which, trying to talk him out of doing. I think that's going to play into our other personality. Our other personality that yeah that should be showing up. Uh, um, do you think that this Vera storyline tie uh, ultimately ties into? The white rose stuff, or do you think we're gonna see gonna see that end and then finish off, you know, big with the white rose stuff? Um, I think somehow, some way, it's gonna be he plays, you know, the bigger game, and somehow winds up eliminating both through the use of the other. That would be interesting. So, like I said, where do you start with this episode, man? Um, uh, you can start with the Dom and Darlene. That's not too much of a... Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. You know, uh, Darlene talking to Elliot, kind of Setting their plan more or less in motion. Dom shows and up. Shows her cards not unwittingly to Dom, right. who's listening in the other room. Dom shows up, you know, where's your brother? Janice knows where they're at. Tells uh, Dom to kill Darlene. Dom can't do it. Either. I mean, that whole conversation was just super freaking intense. And like, oh, I thought Dom was going to kill her. I was like, she's yeah. going to fucking kill her. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for Janice to die. I, I hate Janice more than I hate uh, Vera. Oh, well, Vera has become very interesting at this point. Yeah. He's, like, he's evil, but he's a charismatic evil. We've talked about it. Like, it's just like this person you can't stop, like, watching. But, like, Janice is just, like, it's so bluntly just like, oh, well, I mean, if you don't do it, you know, I'm just going to go kill your family. Like, good God, woman. Yeah, Vera like, at this point is kind of like, like De Niro in Casino or something. Like yeah. You know, you're getting those stories and you're kind of getting a show and, you know. Or Pacino and Blow. Oh. Or Pacino and the Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I'm Not a great movie, but such a fun performance. Oh my God, he was great. Well, um, you know, stuff like that. Whereas Janice is just like. She's not that fun bad guy. She's uh, she's something Pretty else. Twisted. I mean, yeah, 
<laughs> she tells them, oh, this is going to hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and good on, uh, good on Darlene for getting her phone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, when, when she did that, I had one of those, like, 1950s television moments where it's, oh, that's classic, darling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course she wiped her phone. Yeah. Now, nobody knows where Elliot is. You think that's going to come into play big time? Darling not being able to find him? Well, what's funny is, like, if you look at it just from a, like, how the story has to play out kind of thing, like, oh, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's how you get around, like, Darlene can find Elliot, and meanwhile, Elliot uh, has to go take care of Vera. How do you not involve Darlene with Vera, or at least not immediately involve Darlene with Vera? You know, that that's how. So, it's it's definitely a little like, oh, this is what had to happen for the plot, but it happened so organically and so in character that, like, there's no. It's not like it's like watching a puppet show and not being able to see the strings. Like you, you are just invested. Right. You know, like if you go to the Muppets, it, like if you were to watch the live action Muppets or like watch them in person, and you could see the people behind doing the puppetry. Like, it would take away some of that magic. So the fact that, like, you know, like, if you examine it, you're like, oh, yeah, well, of course that had to happen. But the fact that while it's going on, you're not seeing the strings, like, it just, it, it's so good. So. Uh, that that just made me think of, like, I said that, that somehow he would plot one against the other and wind up wiping both out. On the other hand, I think Dar- Darlene might figure out that to get to Elliot, she has to figure out where Vera is. And she'll be able to figure that out. Maybe so Dom takes out Vera. Takes Maybe out Janice Vera. takes out Vera. <laughs> or Vera takes out Janice. Now, see, that would be interesting. Dom uses Vera to take out Janice. Um, oh. I don't know. There's a lot of, lot of stuff that can happen between now and what? What do we got? Six more episodes? Five more episodes? Seven more episodes. Seven more episodes. So, of the show, we got uh, at some point between now and when we watch the next episode, we got to catch up with Jess and do uh, another little. Uh, Here's the next three. So discussion. Uh, she's been texting me as she gets caught up. Like one of the texts was just the the uh, it's okay or it's cool. We don't have to talk about it. And then the next text was I think we should talk. And she was just like, Oh my god! I was like, Yeah, how brilliant! She was like, It. She said it was 15 or 20 minutes before somebody talked that I was like. Nobody's talked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how good it was. 
it was about like that for me. I was sitting here watching it going, why is this episode so strange? And then I realized that nobody has said anything yeah. since Darlene said, it's okay, we don't have to talk. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. Um, anyway, that's a, we'll, we'll have that discussion with Jess. Um, so yeah, Dom and Darlene intense, but not, uh, nothing, no new revelations. Um, and then you've got Vera talking to Krista, which good on Krista for holding out as long as she did. Like, she just was not going to give anything up. Yeah, which I thought was strange considering how angry she was, but it just proved Vera's point that, that like, she, yeah, um, she has love for her. Yeah. yeah, you love this dude the way, you know, uh, the way a mother knows her kid is not a good person, but loves them all the same. You know, it's like, I can't be around you. You can't be around me, but like, I'm still going to protect you if I can. So, um, and I mean, he sees that and he just keeps pushing. So his story was like, of all the Vera stories we've heard, this is my, uh, definitely my least favorite. Um, I can't believe she fell into the trap of like, Oh, he's the kid that got bullied. Because the minute he started talking about that, I was just like, he's not the kid that got bullied. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Oh. I didn't even think he was the bully. I thought he was just telling the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, her phone call to Elliot at the end is a setup, right? Uh, yeah, it definitely sounded, I mean, it was obviously cut, like, where she just, you know, rambled on there, and, but there's no way that he just let her go. I mean, there's no way that happened. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Robot says that, and, uh, but, I mean, it wasn't set up like, hey, I need you to come to my house, or, I, so it's definitely the Dark Army that kidnapped Elliot at the end, right? No, no, because that was Vera's one of Vera's little gang members that was standing. Was with. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I missed that. Yeah, the one that was in like the little Marty McFly vest. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a girl, but uh, it might be a guy. I don't know. It's hard to tell in that vest. Um, it's got the little, he or she's got the little afro, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess I'm, I guess I completely missed that. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I thought this was going to be like, oh, the Dark Army kidnapped him. So now he's like, you know, trying no, to Vera's, get out. Yeah, Vera's definitely okay. got him now. Okay. So that was the purpose of the phone call yeah, it was a setup to get Elliot out into the open and headed towards a destination where they knew they could come okay. across. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm going to get to where he was going 
to set up whatever right. they were going to catch him off guard. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and his whole thing in the episode, um, I guess we could, well, I guess we could talk about White Rose since I brought up the Dark Army. We see a little bit of not White Rose, but uh, Chang or Mr. Chang. Yeah. Um, insisting that Elliot cannot be, like, cannot be disposed of just yet. Which, well, he refers to a shipping hack that Elliot has. Right, which the shipping hack is, the shipping hack is what he's using to get the stuff to the Congo. That that was in season three. Okay. That was part of phase two or phase three or whatever. I don't remember. Um, some kind of deal I think they made. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. Um, but at some point he told him or told White Rose that uh, I can help you, you know, get that Congo yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the, uh, I assume that's what he's talking about. Like, because otherwise there's something else that we don't know about. Oh. Um, but he, the big thing there, and you brought this up, you know, when we discussed it a couple of days ago is he says, it's time for Mr. Alderson to learn that, uh, they're after the same thing. We're after the same thing. So that's new. Yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, is he looking to, like, kill the economy in, where are they from, China or Japan? Yeah, he's from China. China. But that's not really what Elliot's after right now. No, but Elliot was looking to kill the economy in the U.S. Yeah. I uh, just that that statement just really kind of like I want to know what he meant when he said that so badly. Like, how y'all aren't even remotely on the same page at this point? Uh, what I don't even have any good theories. I don't either. Yeah. Um, as far as is White Rose and and Jane go, like I'm at this point, I'm just along for that ride. I have no. <laughs> yeah, idea it's just like ah. <laughs> could be time travel. Could be alternate universes. Could be you know, God knows what. So. Yeah, that's about all we see a white rose. And, well, actually, that is all we see a white rose. Yeah. And then most of the rest of it is with Elliot and what he's got going on, mainly with that girl. Yeah, that's the big part of the episode. So, Elliot crosses a line. <sighs> um, first of all, you didn't watch any of the trailers. 
one of the first teasers for this season was Elliot Elliot's conversation with her where you just see him and she's talking and she's like was it worth it like that that was the teaser for this season the very first teaser and everybody was like who the hell is he talking to who is that like we do not recognize that voice well now we know why we didn't recognize the voice it was a character we didn't know yet so it's still a really really good speech but um it it kind of not takes away from the teaser but it's just like oh okay so it lessens what the what you thought the importance of that conversation was going to be like because if you hear it out of context it's like oh man not that that's not important but it 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 sounded like a conversation he would have been having with angela or darlene or krista or not somebody he met once slept with and then hacked you know what i mean Yeah, there's something that they talk about that I had never heard of. In oh, the massacre? Yeah, apparently a lot of people have never heard of it. Um, yeah. The massacre at El, at El Salado. Yeah. Um, did you look that up? No, I didn't. I don't I'm really guessing want, you did. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to get into it, but um, everybody should go look that up. And read about it. Well, um, now I'm curious. So, well, uh, it was basically a town of like 500 people. Um, in um, Colombia, I think, and the basically this paramilitary group of Colombians went in there and slaughtered like one out of every five people in that town, or something like that. Um, including raping women, murdering children, cutting people's heads off. They played, like, soccer with their heads and stuff. Um, it was over 100 people dead. Um, and only 15 of the 450 people have been convicted of anything as of February 23rd, 2010, and it happened in 2000. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Um, it, it's, it's really, it's pretty sickening. And there were, there were, like, basically barricades put up by, like, U.S. military and whatever other, mainly U.S., I think, to keep people out of there. A, to keep them safe, and but they also didn't rescue anybody. They just let them do what they were doing. Like, they didn't try to stop it. Mm. That's, uh, and there's a conspiracy hole you can 
fall down into on Reddit if you choose to that uh, connects it to, you know, all kinds of politicians and basically, you know, it's war and it, you know, brings money and it puts the right people in place that, you know, that they want in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of, it's really sick in hell. Um, I wonder how people felt about something that real world being included. Uh, if you hit up Reddit, um, there's a relatively new thread uh, that a lot of people really appreciated the fact that that was included because a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't know about it because it's, right. you know, it wasn't a big story because right. They chose not to make it a big story. That's, I mean, and stuff like that happens all the time, and it's so kind of scary. Uh, uh, I mean, so much stuff happens that we just don't well know about. Oh. Uh, Yeah, there's a nice little, like I said, there's a nice rabbit hole you can fall into about that. Um, It's really interesting. It definitely brings something to your front porch that, you know, you would think that at this day and age, stuff like that didn't happen, especially with us just standing by and letting it happen. I mean, we have school shootings all the freaking time here. Yeah, yeah, but nobody like watches the kids, you know, pack a backpack full of weapons and watches them drive to school and watches them start opening fire. You know, that doesn't happen. This is the kind of crap that happened there. No. Nah. That's, uh, I can say why you wouldn't want to. <laughs> That's depressing. Um, anyway, so she says that her mom died there. Yeah. I'm assuming probably her mom was an activist or maybe like a rescue, like, uh, what do you call it? The like doctor. Red Cross or something? Beyond Borders. Or, yeah. Probably over there helping out or something and got killed. Hmm. I'm sure that plays into her struggles with addiction and well it gave Elliot a uh, what I'm curious about is Elliot lying to her about them being in charge of that because Elliot knows her mom got killed in that yeah is this just a way for Elliot to go to manipulate her further even more See, here's the thing. If it was, why wouldn't he start with that? Why drug her? And, like, I kept thinking that he was going to be like, there's no drugs in there. Like, I just told you that to get you to do what I wanted. But uh, just from the way things played out, I'm like, oh, well, I guess he definitely drugged her. 
Joey Badass showed up with drugs. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking he was bringing stuff for Elliot. Oh. So, yeah, we did no, get the return he, of Leon. So. Yeah, when, when Leon showed up, I was like, oh, he's going to drug this girl. Yeah. <sighs> That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> like how he was just like, I'm freelance now. Only answer to the almighty paper or whatever. Where are you going? <laughs> like, I thought we was going to catch up. <laughs> Well, I, I do think that's one of your Chekhov's gun things. Like, Leon didn't just I mean that's not in the story just for the heck of it. There's yeah, a yeah. Leon said that, and it was still, it wasn't, that it was part of the script because he's going to show back up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's too good not to. So, uh, that was he fun. He might be the one back. Vera. Who knows? Oh man, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. I'd love that. Um, um so yeah, he drugs her, tells her, Hey, you're gonna do what I want, help him get the the get one over on this bank so they can rob it and then, you know, he gets that call from Krista and then he gets kidnapped by Vera's men. It's it's actually for it's a it's a really good episode with a lot of great like conversations where like everything that could have happened or everything that happened could have happened within like the first ten minutes of the episode rather than fifty minutes you know which was what makes this show so great so it's almost like Christmas Day is happening. In real time on the show. Like we're getting. Like 13 episodes. Well. Uh, let's say. Nine or ten episodes. Nine episodes. Over the course of Christmas day. So like every. Hour episode. Is like a three hour span. Of Christmas day. So. Assuming that. it, I mean for all for all we know it. The next episode's going to be like, well, it's the day after Christmas. So that could be the purpose of the Die Hard thing. You know, the Die Die Hard is a movie that takes place over basically Christmas, which is Christmas Eve. But and then it starts out Christmas Eve. It ends on Christmas Day. That's right. And and they walk off into the sunset on Christmas Day. Yeah. I wonder if that's the Die Hard connection is. You kind of get Elliot and Darlene and 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 uh, what's her name? Uh, the the Dom. Well, Dom and the shrink. No, oh, uh, Krista. I don't think Dom's making it out of there. That's um, gonna upset me, man. I mean, she was already willing to die. That um, when she's begging Darlene to kill her. Oh my God. That is something else, man. She, I hope this. I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. The whole cast for this season needs Emmy nominations, if not wins. Like actress, actor, supporting actor, supporting actress. Uh, you know, 
just all of the slots should just be like who from Mr. Robot gets <laughs> which, you know, like multiple nominations for supporting actress or whatever. Um or actor or definitely the music by Matt Quayle. Um it's just it's off off what the song that opened the show. So uh, I don't remember. Oh, uh, it's it. It was the creepiest verse because it opens with Vera telling her that story about the boy and his bat. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember what song it is, but it makes the song so creepy. It was in Home Alone. I know that. Yeah. Hey, hold on a second. All right. I have to cut out a long silence there. Sorry, my work phone was ringing. So some dude told me about how there was, he was like, oh, I'm sitting here watching a high speed chase. I was like, well, that, that's exciting. But I don't, I'm like, good for you. All right, chunk. This is not the Goonies. You don't have to tell me about it, but. I was like, uh, you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was funny. I wanted to call you and tell you. I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? I was trying to think of the song that... Uh, uh, that the episode opened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's obviously a Christmas song. Yeah, I don't remember. I'd have to go back and watch it. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a really good episode, like, but like, there's nothing to, nothing to dissect, you know, it doesn't feel like. Yeah, just, I mean, we really haven't made much headway in the last three episodes or so. Um, we've lost Tyrell. Um. Actually, nothing major has really happened other than Terrell and Angela. All season. I mean, there have really been just more questions than we've gotten the answers to. Yeah. Which is going to make for an interesting second half of the season. Well, I think so, too. Like, things are going to have to be ramped up to, like, this degree that we're just going to be like, oh, my God, what's happening? But uh, our next episode will actually be, like I said, be should be with Jess, and we'll talk about kind of uh, the story so far kind of stuff. So, uh, get her take on it. Um, hopefully that'll be happening this weekend. So, yeah, I'll be, I should be good for it this time. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Is that, so like I ended on I shouldn't have brought up the massacre thing because it just brought me down. 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, depressing. To, uh, um, I think if you get into it, there's some kind of connection to Trump in there, too. Yeah. He's connected to everything. He sucks. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, sorry to bring everybody down. I should have never even looked into all that. Uh, at Mr. Robot Podcast on Twitter, uh, Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com. If uh, you want to email us weird ass things like let us work. Um, <laughs> What was that, man? I don't know, man. It sounds like a phishing email, but still, it's so, uh, considering the nature of this show and the things we talk about and bring up, like, it's very, feels kind of ominous. It's just like, we're just going to email. From, it just says, let us work. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> um, and uh, you can support us on Patreon. You can find all our not all of them. Most of our past episodes up at patreon.com slash automatic for the people. And uh, we'll be back uh, in a few days talking about the story so far with Jess and somebody else possibly if we can rope them into it. So I'm getting yet another work phone call. So I'll just end it there. We'll see you guys in a few days. Bye, everybody. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling